everyone. Today we're joined by Camille. She's an arts and sciences student at UCL. Hi, Camille. Hi. So this year I decided to do my dissertation on a topic that's quite um, dear and like near to my heart, which is um, environmental activism. And for a couple of years now, I realized that I was really affected by um, kind of the stress of what was happening in the world with the climate and with all um, the strikes happening and the environmental protests. And I can, came across a term um, which is eco-anxiety. And so I kind of researched it to understand because it felt like it could be something I was feeling. And it's basically kind of an anticipated stress um, when you're faced with the destruction or potential destruction of ecosystems and of wildlife and even of, of life as we know it because of climate change. And so I was really intrigued by that and I really resonated with that feeling. And, and so I kind of looked into it academically, but there wasn't that much there. And so I kind of decided from that point on that I wanted to focus on, on that topic basically. And um, then just came kind of a process of seeing what I could link it with, um, how I could make it a research topic. And so I decided to look into environmental activism because that's something um, I, I do and my family does as well. And so I thought that there could be a link. And so I stumbled across a paper that suggested that eco-anxiety um, could be mitigated or reduced um, through environmental activism. And I found that really odd and a bit, not disconcerting, but maybe just a bit weird because I thought, um, that you know, being part of an environmental activist community, it does raise a lot of issues that maybe I wasn't aware of when I wasn't part of the community that made me more anxious. And so I wanted to explore that relation that had been suggested in, in that paper. And so that's kind of the initial goal of my dissertation was that to see if it was true. Um, and I quickly ran into some problems because I realized that to, to see if you know activism could help reduce eco-anxiety, I had to um, check like before and after. So it had to be chronological. And you know, asking people before they participate in activism and after, and how they felt, and I realised that wasn't really possible with um, COVID because environmental activism wasn't really happening anymore, or at least not um, to the same degree as it was before. And I didn't really have the time frame to do you know, two over long periods of time in interviews or whatever. So I decided to uh, look more into like the psychology behind activism and behind uh, eco anxiety, and. I decided to focus on kind of two opposing um, themes. One is empowerment, so kind of gaining responsibility and um, feelings of efficacy of um, participating in activism. So feeling like you can make a change, feeling like you are useful in the community. And then an opposing factor to that is called uh, mutualization. And it's a term used in law um, when people will try and justify and rationalize their deviant behavior. So for example, in, in the case of environmental activism, it could be you know, asking someone in the street that is littering why they are littering and they could say, oh, you know, it's not my fault. It's because companies sell plastic. So you know, I can't really do anything else. Or maybe saying governments should, imp should uh, impose policies and rules. So it's not my fault again. So I kind of, I saw these you know, empowerment and neutralization as opposing in how they were um, they interacted with activism and how they could interact with eco anxiety and so I devised kind of a, a survey to try and to try and measure these things but obviously I knew nothing about surveys really and I knew nothing about kind of statistics and how to measure things and even how to create you know scales so 
um, I heavily relied on my uh, dissertation supervisor. It was really great and really helped me along because it wasn't very easy. And then, yeah, and then I got um, over 400 responses, which was wow, really great. Yeah, yeah, I was really impressed. My dad, who has loads of connections in the activism community, like spread it out and was like, I'm going to get it to everyone I know. And he was really great. And same with my friends. So it was actually, I was really surprised that people were responding because I, I don't know what I expected. Um, and then I started um, analyzing the results. And actually, I found out I really enjoyed analyzing results and doing like statistical research. I, I'd never done this. This was also kind of, I think my, I'd only done one um, module in psychology beforehand. And there I was doing like a third year psychology dissertation, basically. <laughs> and so it was really daunting and kind of terrifying. And I kept like writing drafts of, of, for example, my methodology or my results to my dissertation supervisor who works in kind of in a psychology department and she kept sending me back like this is not psychology or you're doing it wrong or you shouldn't be doing this and I was like I, I don't know what to do <laughs> and so it was, it was just quite funny at some point we just had meetings and she was like okay this is what you're gonna do you do this and then at the end she ended up sending me her her final year dissertation from a while ago and said just follow the structure do this do that and so that was quite helpful in knowing like how to manage it all and yeah, and so I found surprising results, results that were, some of them um, were quite consistent with what I had read, some of them really weren't. Um, and it was quite interesting to see which ones I should talk about, which ones I shouldn't, um, because obviously in a 10,000 word dissertation, you don't have that much space to actually discuss many things. And um, that was quite exciting actually to, to have agency over what you, you can say about what you want. And so I decided to focus more on the activism aspect because it is more, um, uh, there's more things on it in the academia and the literature. And also, um, unsurprisingly, the majority of the people in my uh, survey that responded to my survey were aged between 18 and 24, and the majority were students as well. And actually, a lot of, a lot of uh, research has been done recently on students, particularly and young adults, in their role in climate activism, because basically they're not really... Um, consumers in the climate activism mitigation because they can't really um, invest in like renewable energy that much like you know you don't really have the budget to do so so actually um, a lot of the activism that young people do is performative and they'll do it because their friends are doing it and I kind of like went to explore whether that was um whether it was a problem, if you know it's only performative, if you only go to protest because your friends are going, or if that didn't really matter, because actually, if you went, then that showed to the government that you were asking for something. So that was actually really interesting comparing the results from the 18 to 24 age group, so the 25 plus. Um, and actually, that was really consistent with literature that focused on young adults as well. So it was really crazy to see how like individual people responding to my survey actually, you know, collated all together came across um, consistent with literature. I, I didn't really know what happened. And actually at the beginning when everything wasn't really um, lining up with literature and I was getting crazy results and I didn't really understand. And my supervisor said, that's really great. You know, you don't want something that's gonna say exactly what's really known. That's not the point of it. You know, you want something that's gonna be new or interesting. And actually um, I've used different theories to try and analyze and, and discuss the results. And it's been all really, really interesting. Quite harrowing at times but overall really interesting um 
I still don't really know what my research aims are right now. I still need to figure that out because obviously it's it's an explorative explorative dissertation and I still don't really know what my conclusions are, but um, I'm definitely uh, on that track of, of understanding more. Yeah. Would you say that your, your own eco-anxiety has evolved, changed after researching all this? Yeah, that's a really good question. And actually, another thing was that um, I saw in a paper to, to try and reduce eco-anxiety, it said you should try and um, study it and actually um, participate in the literature to try and um, calm your, down your own eco-anxiety. And I think it definitely has had an impact. At the beginning, I was very overwhelmed because I was reading a lot of papers, you know, talking about climate change. And I was like, is this just counterproductive? Am I just like <laughs> making it worse for myself? But actually, um, I have tried to read, you know, both sides to it to have a, a critical understanding of what's happening. And and even though, even just reading that, you know, that doing literature and doing research on eco-anxiety can help lessen your eco-anxiety, I think that's had like a placebo effect mm -hmm. where it's kind of calmed me down thinking, okay, I'm doing this. This apparently is good. I could, this apparently could help. And because I'm doing it, I think it could help in that way. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm still doing the same things. You know, I'm still trying to participate as much as I can in the whole sphere of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's definitely been the biggest motivation for me, for sure. Really nice. Well, thank you so much um, for this very interesting talk. And uh, everybody have a lovely day. <laughs>